Pizza, pizza. It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Well, good morning and welcome into MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. And uh, all smiles here this morning for the orange and white. Christian Peterson joins us in studio today to uh, talk about last night's game and uh, played a little football and something like a number one team defending champ, something coming in, right? And all that uh, to go along with that fun atmosphere. I bet it was a good one last night, coach. Yeah, for sure. There was a Definitely a lot of uh, outside noise about the game, you know. And our, our kind of focus all week was let's not make it bigger than it is, right? It's it's a big game, it's a region game, but that's what it is. You know, it's it's one game. You know, we win the game. You know, we we haven't won anything. We've won one region game. Uh, we lose the game. Our season's not over, right? Like it's it's one region game. Um, so you know, we really wanted to put that in perspective. Um, you know, wanted to play well, wanted to come out on top, but, you know, win or lose, it wasn't going to make or break our season, right? We won the game. Now we got to come out. We got to get even better this week. And then, you know, we got to keep getting better because uh, if we see those guys get in the playoffs, we're going to be re- need to be ready to go. Well, um, you know, you, you look at a, at a football game and an opponent, and I know this game last year was, was a, a little further down in the season. I'm pretty sure it was maybe the last week of the season last year when you played friendship down there and we we went to broadcast that game and you know just to play here or there goes your way that's a different result well fast forward to this year play here or there that does go your way and you're on the other side of that I mean that's just football in it absolutely we talked about it this week um you know four or five plays but two good teams play each other four or five plays are going to dictate the game the, the tricky part about football is you never know when those four or five plays are going to happen, yeah. right? And, you know, the, the play could happen, and you might not realize that's one of the four or five plays until a quarter later. Um, you know, we come out the second half. It's a 7 nothing game. Defense plays fantastic. Puts together a three-play sequence where, uh, you know, we knock them back, back-to-back plays. And then we end up getting a safety on the third play. And, you know, you end up winning that game by two. Whereas you're coming out of the coming out of halftime, you have no idea that the next three plays are going to be key to the end of the game, and um, you know it's about making sure that we're ready for for each moment that happens in each game. And uh, I thought we did that did that last night, and I'm really proud of them. There there are a few things that happen in football games that sometimes just really swing momentum, uh, and, and kind of talking about scoring plays. Uh, or, you know, an onside kick, uh, things like that. And the safety, I think, falls into that category. Uh, and maybe it's because it doesn't happen that often. Uh, it, it's it's really pretty rare. Um, last week, there was actually a 2-2 game. Uh, I had two safeties, and it was tied 2-2. Uh, and I've, I don't know that I've ever seen that in 30 years. But That's wild. Uh, th- those are things that can really give you a punch in the arm. Did, did that do that for you last night, that safety? Absolutely. Um, you know, our, our defense flew around all night long. Um, you know, can't say enough about them. Uh, with, with the level of physicality they played with, 
uh, you know, making sure we were fitting gaps. Uh, you know, Tyson's a really good running back. You know, he has those numbers for a reason. And, uh, you know, we knew coming in that we were going to have to to figure out a way to slow him down, just like they were going to have to figure out a way to, to slow uh, Eli down. Um, you know, I thought I thought we did a really good job. And again, I think our the being able to refocus and come out in the second half ready to play with the same intensity that you want to start a game with uh, was huge for us. And, we, you know, we come out and get that safety and then, uh, you know, then that kind of gives us that two score lead and kind of changes the, the complexion of the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um you mentioned Tyson Wolcott. He had 149 of their 182 yards rushing. So, I mean, you you had your hands full with him all night, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they gave him the ball 36 times. Uh, you know, they we knew they were going to ride him, and, you know, they should. He's a really good football player. Uh, you know, we challenged our defense all week to make sure that, listen, he's he's going to get some yards. He's going he's gonna to make some plays. This is, this is going to be a 15-round fight. Hey, they're gonna lay, land some punches. We got to land some punches. We got to keep going. And uh, you know, I think our defense did a really good job of, you know, okay, they got the first down. Now let's reset. It's a new series. Let's go play. And uh, you know, they were able to get some yards, but we didn't give up a whole lot of points. And um, you know that that wins football games. You, you can keep them out of the end zone. Uh, you know, it. You score more than they do, you win. So yeah, and. Uh, you know, really, really proud of the effort we had. We gave last night. Christian, uh, staying here on the uh, defensive side of the ball, um, Brooks Jones, 23 tackles. Kind of mentioned someone had 23, and it was uh, Brooks. 13 tackles for uh, Jackson Highfield. He also had a forced fumble. Uh, Yates Garen had six tackles and a fumble recovery. So uh, that's just a, a few of the guys. But, you know, 23 in a game I've seen kids this part of the season have 23 total so that's pretty amazing yeah it was probably one of the better defensive performances that I've seen um you know he was he was flying around the whole game um he was on the field pretty much the entire game um you know and again he doesn't make all those tackles if if the d-line isn't doing their job right the d-line did a really good job of staying in their gaps uh, not getting too far upfield, um, you know, and letting our linebackers flow. And then, uh, you know, Jackson Heifel, Seth Harris, you know, Owen White, Briggs Boyd, Braden Box, all those other linebackers in there, all doing their job. You know, Brooks ended up with the with the tackles, but that doesn't happen if, if we don't have everybody on in the 11 doing their job and, and playing their role. This was one of those games <clears> – <throat> You hear a lot about Wolcott. You also hear a lot about Eli, you know, and and those two. I, I know you are not going to get caught up in, in any of this, but um, maybe favorites for Mr. Football down the road and all that kind of thing. But um, the hype, the you know, it's Friendship Christian coming in, defending champs, all of these things, you have to deal with that. How do you deal with that as a coach with high school kids? Because you you want enthusiasm. You don't want to be overconfident. I mean, there's a there's a happy medium, and you've got what seven days to work on that. And, and I mean, as as soon as last week was over, it's like friendship Christian is next. So I mean, how how do you handle that? What did you do this week? Uh, really, I mean, it's a test with our seniors, right? And you know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, in games, it's got to go. All right, whatever happened on that last play doesn't matter anymore. Now we got to go to the next play. 
it's really that same thing from game to game, right? We won, cool. Like now let's go. We got to go focus on friendship, right? And we beat friendship. All right, cool. Now we got to go focus on South Pittsburgh. Um, you know, we we talked about at the end of the game too. Like it's a big win. It's a it's a big region win. Um, but that our goal isn't to win one region game. You know, it's we've now we've got to go keep getting better and uh, we've got to keep building on it. And uh, we got to make sure that we don't walk around all next week, you know, going, oh, well, we're the best team ever, right? Now now it's time to refocus and let's go play South Pittsburgh. And, you know, now we'll get the number one public school in single A. You know, they're a good football team. It'll be a good challenge for us. Things can be a great environment. Um, but really that's what it comes down to is, is we have really good senior leadership that, that understands what the goal is. And, uh, you know, not, not to make one game bigger than what it is. You know, it's it's a long season, and uh, really you just want to be playing your best football when uh, you get to November. Christian Peterson joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner this morning. Um, I could spend a long time looking at stats, and, and stats tell a, a, a big part of the story. Um, one that just kind of jumps out at me, that the number of first downs Friendship had – it looks like they had the ball for a lot of time, but it, you know, you scored on some explosive plays. Your defense kind of uh, made them spin in the mud quite a bit of the night. I, just glancing at the numbers, that's what I see. Is that kind of how things went? Yeah. So we talked about it all week. You know, we don't want to, don't hurt yourself. You know, we want to make sure that we're clean, no, no unforced errors. You know, in big games, you know, a lot of times team teams will lose the game more than win the game. And uh, so, you know, naturally we come out and have two false starts on the very first play and back ourselves up and have first and 20 and go three and out, right? You know, exactly what we talked about all week. Um, but It always happens that way, doesn't right. it? Right. <laughs> but uh, the defense came out and responded. They played really well. Um, you know, again, we knew that they were going to line up and run the football. We knew they were going to get some first downs. We knew they were going to try and, and hold the ball. It's kind of what they did to us last year, too. Um, you know, where there's not going to necessarily be a whole lot of offensive snaps for us. And so it's about executing when we have it. And, uh, again, defensively, it's about not getting frustrated if they string together two or three first downs. It's, you know, our, our job is to keep them out of the end zone. And, uh, you know, they, they understood what, what, the, what the job was. They understood what, what the goal was and uh, were able to execute it. There are always plays here and there that that make a difference. We've we've talked about the safety when a team has the football almost double the amount of time that you do on the offensive side. That there, there are some some things that happen. If if some if you had to say here are the top two, here are the top three plays of the game that allowed us to win, what would those be? Um. So I think. Uh... I think our defensive stand coming out of halftime, you know, we're up seven, nothing. It's a big game. It's a one possession game. Uh, you know, friendships about to, to throw everything they got at you, mm-hmm. come out and try and tie it up and uh, three plays. And we end up getting two points there. I think that was a, that was a huge turning point. Um, and then it's a, it's a nine to seven ball game and we get the ball with, I think it was like three minutes left. And so our whole conversation was, we get a first down here, we're going to win the football game. 
And I looked at the O line and I said, listen, it's on us. Let's let's go, let's go win this football game. Make it easy for the backs, give them a hole. Let's go win it. Um, and uh we get the ball, it's like third and seven, and give it to Gabe Howe off the edge, and we were able to get everybody sealed inside. And he ends up breaking one down the sidelines for it was like fifty-two. And uh, you know, really that was the one that was kind of the, the backbreaker for him. Um, you know, they end up taking it down and scoring again with like 30 seconds left, but really that was, that was the play there that, that kind of, I felt like put us in that where we're good. We, we, we've got the game now. Now we just got to play smart. Don't give them anything easy. Make sure we recover the onside kick when, and when they scored and, you know, things like that, uh, just do the little things right. And, you know, we'll be able to come out on top. I mean, do you you may not i'm sure you weren't thinking gabe's going to break a 50 plus yarder here but if you can move the ball and keep the ball away from friendship christian you know rattle off a couple of first downs you win the ball game that score gives you cushion but it also gives friendship the ball back and after they score you had to know that they were going to try an onside kick i mean they that that's really the only thing they could do absolutely um that's yeah. another one of those plays in a game you know we've talked about safety those are weird things that, uh, I mean, you never know what's going to happen on an onside kick, hardly. For sure, for <laughs> sure. And we practice it. We practice it every week. Um, you know, uh, Coach BJ is uh, is oddly really good at kicking onside kicks. So we'll let him just, you know, he kicks a handful at him every week. And uh, to different guys, um, doing it different ways. Uh, just that way we're ready for for all the different scenarios, and if anyone gets the ball kicked to them, uh, they can feel confident that they're going to be good. Um, but going back to the to the Gabe play, like, yeah, we don't call that play thinking we're going to end up punching that one in the end zone. Um, you know, we felt good about it. We thought we could get the edge on him, and um, then he ends up breaking two tackles and uh, getting it all the way down there. And um, you know, it's just again just really good execution. It's a play, honestly, we didn't practice a ton during the week because of how they had lined up in the past. It was a play they kind of took away based on alignment. And we get into the game, and we're like, they're giving it to us. Let's just run it. Like, let's trust the kids. We run it every week prior to this week. Um, you know, let's. they know what they're doing. Let's let them go execute. And uh, they did a really good job and uh, couldn't be more proud of them. You had to know that that Eli was going to be a, a huge focus for friendship defensively. And, you know, that's that's when it's next man up. And Gabe almost had 100 yards rushing last night for you. So, um, you know, when, when you're the man behind the man, sometimes you maybe feel like you need to get more touches or, you know, that's just the maybe a, a mentality. But uh, – Gabe does a lot of very important things for you, whether he has rushing yards or not. And just the fact that there were some openings for him, he was able to help your football team win. Absolutely. I mean, you look at it, kind of what we do, um, you know, we really have three or four different guys on any play that can carry the football. Uh, you know, Eli, Eli gets all the accolades and, you know, deservedly so. He plays really well. Um, he's put up really good numbers. Uh, but, you know, we trust every single one of our guys that carries the football to to do their job and, and to do it well. Um, you know, even on our, our first touchdown, um, I don't even think Eli was on the field. And, you know, Yates Garen punches it in. And, again, just 
we we trust any of the guys that are going to carry the football to be able to do their job. And, um, you know, we, we wouldn't be where we are without all of them. You know, the offense doesn't work if you only have one guy who's any good. Um, you know, we're successful because we can give the ball to Gabe. We can give the ball to Briggs. We can let Yates run it. We can let Brooks run it. You know, we can kind of mix and match and, um, you know, kind of try and take some of – if they're all going to watch Eli, cool, we're going to let somebody else beat you. You know, and as soon as you start worrying about other people, now we get to start hitting you with Eli again. And so it's just about it's about making sure all 11 are doing their jobs. And, uh, again, like I've said, they, they did a really good job of that last night. Wanted to talk to you a bit about Yates. Um, Yates Garen was, uh, let's say, eight carries, 29 yards, but that, that touchdown obviously was huge. Um, he has really just worked and worked and worked to be a really good high school quarterback, hasn't he? Yeah, for sure. I mean, can't say enough about that kid. Um, you know, whenever his number's called, he's ready to go. He had a play. You know, he plays corner for us also. We had a play where uh, he was locked on there. Their, uh, their number one receiver and uh, ran with them balls in the end zone. He went, uh, fought through fought through the catch and knocks it away, right? And so when you're when you're the quarterback of the offense and you, you've got to know where everyone's lined up, you got to do all that, and then you can go over and play play uh, play corner and and knock the ball away from their best receiver in the end zone. Um, I think it's just a testament to our kids and and the work they've put in to be able to, no matter what the situation is, you know, they're confident enough they can go make the play. And, uh, you know, luckily we've been able to do that now for for a couple weeks in a row. And now we got to just, you know, again, as I've said, just got to keep building, got to keep getting better uh, because it doesn't get easier. Well, let's um, let's kind of talk about that in, in transition. All the hype, everything happens. Ball game's over. You win the ball game by two. Um, that wasn't the state championship last night, was it? Well, correct. Yeah, like you know, and again, like I don't want to take away from it, right? Sure. Like it's it's a big win. It's a region win. Um, you know, we were th- those games are always fun against uh, against friendship. Um, you know, it's really kind of turned into a pretty good rivalry between the two teams. I think it's a healthy rivalry. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, you got a region foe coming in. They won 18 straight. You know, everyone's talking about them. They're a good football team. You know, it's it feels really good to win that game, but we still have three more region games on the, on the schedule. And so, you know, we've got to make sure that, that we prepare for South Pittsburgh this week and then for each of our region opponents when we come back from fall break and, and make sure that this isn't the peak of our season, right? Like we don't we don't want this to be the peak, right? We want to keep going up the mountain. We want to keep we want to keep gear up, keep growing, and uh, make sure we put ourselves in a good position. Well, you know, one thing that a game like that will do for you, um, friendships played with, uh, you, you know, the 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 X on their back, you know, and and now that's squarely on you guys for sure. Forward. For sure. You know, now now we've got to handle, you know, everyone telling us that we're great, right? Because that's what's going to happen. Everyone's sure. going to tell us that that we're great and that, you know, we're the best team ever and all that stuff. And, you know, that's a testament to the kids. They've, they've earned they've earned that right to have all those people say all the great things about them. But we've got to make sure we handle it the right way. You know, we've, we've got to remember all the work that it took to get to this point. And we again, if if this is the best we are all year, 
then we're not going to hit our goals at the end of the year. We've got to make sure that that we just maintain that same work ethic and the same effort, the same energy that we've been playing with for the first six weeks of the season has got to continue through the rest of the regular season and into the postseason. Well, it begins with a, a very tall order here this uh, this Friday night. You uh, going on the road to South Pittsburgh, so um, it, it's not like it's just you know, across the street or down the road, it's a pretty good little trip and uh, always a very tough team to play. They, they, they seem to always be in the mix. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, they're, they're the number one team in, in uh, the public school single A. Um, you know, they're, they're a good football team. I think it's, uh, from everything I've heard, it's going to be a fantastic environment. I'm really looking forward to getting down there and, and playing there. I think it's a great opportunity for our kids. Um, you know, I, I always like going and, and playing people that, you know, aren't necessarily in our classification, um, you know, or, or people that we don't normally play a whole bunch. Um, I think it's good for the kids to get to go out and, and play other people and, and, and see different places and see how other people do things. And, you know, kind of similar to, to our trip down to Florida, right? Like yeah. you go play somebody else and, and they're going to do things completely different than what we see on a normal week to week basis. And I think it helps us uh, be prepared for anything we might see in the postseason. You know, we're we're going to see. We just saw the best in in private school single A. Now we're going to go see the best in public school single A. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll play the best we can. And you know, hopefully we come out on top in that one. Um, but again, like one game's not going to make or break the season, right? It's the same mindset we had for friendship. We need to come out. We need to play hard and play play physical. And, uh, you know, and just make sure that we're better this week than we were last week. Coach, um, congrats on the win last night. Um, thanks to all those fans who came out. I, I, I know that that fired up your guys just to, uh, I mean, what a high school environment. I can't remember if we said this at the beginning of the show or before we went on the air, but, you know, the, the these are, are games that become legendary in, in, in the minds of these kids and in in 10 15 20 years they're gonna they're gonna remember the night and the fans made it very special oh for sure best fans of Tennessee no doubt about it um you know we, we, they were loud all game they were they were in it um you know hats off the friendship they brought a bunch of people all right they were loud um that that's what high school sports is supposed to be about right like it was it was two sides uh you know every single play given everything they've got to try and win a football game. And uh, those, those are the fun ones. Those those are the ones that uh, you practice for all the time, you put in all the hard work for. And, uh, you know, it's what it's what makes high school sports special, right? It's really the, the last time, you know, for anybody that even gets to play at the next level, it's the last time that you're going to know the majority of the people in the stands. And uh, it's just different. Friday Night Lights is just – it's different than anything else. Um, it's different than college. It's different than NFL. Um, you know, obviously the numbers of people there get bigger as you go to the next level, but it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. So it's, it's cool when, when you can look to your home side and you, you know, 90% of the people sitting in the stands and, um, you know, they're all rooting for you, um, you know, as a person, as well as, as a football player. And it's just, it's a, it's a cool experience and, uh, you know, something I, I genuinely enjoy. Coach, again, congrats, and uh, we'll check you out next Saturday morning after the road trip to South Pittsburgh, and looking forward to it, and good luck in that one. Appreciate it. Christian Peterson joining us this morning here on MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, our friends over at TOA. 
a break for messages, and uh, we'll take a look at the scoreboard and wrap up the show in just a moment. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back into MTCS Cougar Corner this morning. Certainly glad to have Christian Peterson join us. If you missed any of that interview or came in a bit late, we'll have the podcast up here pretty shortly. And uh, also here this morning on uh, Cougar Corner, we like to take a look at some of the other sports from the week. And i uh, got lots of volleyball to talk about. The MTCS Lady Cougars are 35-1. and one. Had a great week this week. Started off the uh, final week of the regular season with another straight set victory over BGA. And uh, in that, Lily Watson had 12 kills, three digs, two blocks, and two aces. Addison Burks with 21 digs, two assists, and an ace. Anna Clay Shirley with nine kills, 13 digs, 31 assists for Haley Hudson, along with eight digs and a kill. Jesse Pierce with uh, one. Uh, ace and 11 digs. It was Jada Burns with eight kills, three digs, and a block. Maddie Moore with four kills, two digs, one block. And Maddie Box with two aces, two digs. Addison Sane with two kills and four digs on Monday versus BGA. Uh, Lady Cougars uh, JV team, uh, two set defeat on Monday. But uh, on Tuesday, Let's say yes, that's right. Tuesday, another straight set victory for MTCS and uh, 27 consecutive victories with the win over the Web Feet. 31 and are 34 and one after Tuesday's matches with uh, Web. Anna Clay Shirley, 18 kills, nine digs. It was Haley Hudson with 41 assists, five digs, two kills, and two aces. 
Jesse Pierce, 17 digs and an ace. Lily Watson with 10 kills, one block, one ace, one dig. Addison Burks with 13 digs and an assist. Maddie Box with 10 digs and three aces. Maddie Moore with six kills and a dig. Jada Burns with five kills, four digs. And Addison Sane with five kills and one dig. So that uh, is how things went on uh, Tuesday. Then Thursday, the Lady Cougars take down PCA in a five-set battle. It um, was a heck of an event there on Thursday to uh, roll to 14-0, 35-1 in district play, taking down the Lady Lions in a tight five-set battle. The Cougars finished off the regular season with a perfect 14-0 record in district play and an undefeated record in the best of five set matches. Now the Cougars start district play on Monday. I'll tell you a bit about that here in just a moment. Uh, pretty equally as exciting was the JV uh, game between MTCS and PCA and the Lady Cougars finish out their season with a three set victory in that. So how did things go in that uh, five set victory for MTCS against PCA on Thursday in terms of individual stats? Haley Hudson with 48 assists, 15 digs, two aces and a kill. Addison Burks with 31 digs, three assists, five aces. Anna Clay Shirley with 18 kills, 17 digs, two aces. Jada Burns with 15 kills and eight digs. Lily Watson with 15 kills, five digs, three aces, two blocks, and an assist. Jesse Pierce with nine digs, two aces. Maddie Box with eight digs, two aces. Maddie Moore with four kills, a block, and a dig. And Addison Sane with four digs and one kill. Uh, dropped the first set, 26-24 to PCA. Won the second one, 25-21. And the third set, 25-13, the PCA just kind of hung around, wouldn't go away, winning the set, fourth set, 25-18, and MTCS winning the final fifth set, 21-19. So again, uh, district tournament begins on Monday. And let's see, that will be um, Monday to be determined. Uh, district quarters are at the higher seed, so it'll certainly be at MTCS and uh, be sure to check on their socials to get all the information about upcoming play on Monday. And I uh, want to say congratulations and good luck to the competition cheer teams as they head to Ravenwood this weekend as well. Coming up on Monday, outside of that volleyball, uh, soccer, middle school soccer will travel to uh, Pope John Paul II in Hendersonville, cross-country middle school girls and boys at the Hermitage, along with varsity girls and boys. On Tuesday, varsity soccer will host Marshall County, and uh, again, volleyball continuing through the week. Tennis, middle school girls and boys tennis taking on Stewart's Creek Middle at home. On Thursday, middle school girls and boys tennis will be hosting Providence Christian Academy, and uh, eighth grade night following those matches, by the way. Fifth and sixth grade football at the Grace Academy. And at five o'clock, girls middle school soccer hosting Donaldson Christian. And uh, also the varsity soccer team will be at Antioch. Football middle school style at Grace Christian at 6.30. And uh, boys middle school soccer at 6.30 as well. 
at MTCS. Friday, the big game at South Pittsburgh for the undefeated Cougars, and that is a look at the schedule, football-wise, and all the other sports that we took a look at this morning. All right, so a bit of a recap here. Again, uh, today on WGNS at 6 o'clock kickoff, 4.30 airtime, Middle Tennessee football versus Colorado State, home game at Floyd Stadium. Take your radios, listen in real time, FM 101.9 and AM 1450. You can hear the game as Chip Walters and Joe Dubin bring you the play-by-play, so be sure to tune in for that. No Braves today. Their uh, Saturday game pushed to a Sunday doubleheader because of this tropical storm moving up the East Coast. They'll play at Washington, a doubleheader. We'll have game one of that at 1220 tomorrow. Next week, Thursday night, it's Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky as they start this uh, schedule of midweek games for the um, end of September and the month of October. So that'll be our Thursday night sports offering, so no primetime sports. But Friday night will be at Coffee County as Rockvale travels to Coffee. We'll have pregame at 6 with Murphy's Matchup, 6.30. The primetime sports countdown to kickoff, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. John Dinkins and Rod Edwards will join me. And that will take us into next Saturday morning for the Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. After next Saturday, we've got fall break for Rutherford County Schools and and, uh, MTCS. And also, we're going to take off on Saturday the 7th of October. So the end of fall break, no coaches show, no Friday night game either during that week. And then we'll be back at it to see what happens in uh, weeks 9, 10, and 11 before we talk playoffs. All right, a look ahead this morning. Thanks for uh, being here with us. want to thank John Dinkins and Danny Brewer, my co-host today, and our producer, Dalton Barrett, being assisted by producer in training, Noah Seiler. So appreciate you joining us here today. Have a great Saturday. We'll see you back next Saturday morning for another edition of MTCS Cougar Corner. You're listening to the Ken Coleman Show on News Radio WGNS.